Welcome to the Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Uh, today I'm going to be hosting. I'm Clark. I'm Harry. I'm Boxer Wine Hamill. I'm Steve, next to Boxer Wine Hamill. Oh, God. I'm Ralph. I don't wreck things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we're going to be reviewing Earthbound for the Super Nintendo. So first we'll kind of just, uh, I guess, dive into the game's history. Game development. So originally this was a Super Nintendo game that it was um, called Mother 2 in Japan. Uh, It did not sell well in America. Imagine that. (laughs) And eventually they did bring it out and they paired it actually with a strategy guide. I believe, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, it was one of the few games that you bought a game and a strategy guide together. I have not heard of that other than Earthbound. A giant box, actually. A giant fucking box. A giant box box that fit the whole thing in because in Japan they thought us Americans were stupid. Very much so. Handle the game. And just to say, Earthbound is not the first game. There is a mother one, which we're not covering, so fuck off. Uh, we're covering <laughs> Mother 2 or Earthbound. There we go. Uh, so so one thing I did want to mention. So I looked into the two companies that kind of co-hosted making this game. One was Ape Incorporated. And the other was HAL Laboratory. Yeah. I've never heard of either company. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. HAL is the one who has made... Uh, Super Smash Brothers. Really? Yes. yes. Yeah. They, they, how? That's my if, okay. if you look up, it's the one with the dog kind of circling around. I don't know if they're eggs yeah, or the something. Yeah, the dog's like laying down. It's, yeah, it's wrapped around. Yeah, something. it's wrapped yeah. around. So Hal has uh, made games like Super Smash Brothers, which we all know. And if you haven't, you're under a rock and go fuck yourself. So you should stay there. <laughs> I feel like he's told our Whoa. listeners to go fuck themselves quite a few yeah, times. Right. Multiple occasions. Yeah, we're only like, F what, you. three minutes in? <laughs> I love you all, but go fuck yourself. I will fuck down. Is that three? <laughs> so uh, one other thing I thought was kind of odd. Um, so I don't think this is too rare these days, but like really long development for a game. But back, I think this game started development in 89, if I'm not mistaken. It, took, it was a five-year development got released in 94. But, I mean, does anybody else find that that's kind of odd for, like, a Super Nintendo game? When I, I think this is, like, an era where they're pumping games out, like, maybe a year Well, it year went through development hell. It almost got canceled due to poor reception of Mother 1. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, so, that, like, I, I mean, it like, uh, I remember reading somewhere that, like, they almost shut the doors on HAL at one point, didn't want to continue um, with the production of the game, and I guess... Through a labor of love or whatever, they decided to continue making it. And this was around the time when they were making movie games where it was kind of like, if a movie came up like Terminator 2, they were making a game within like six, seven months that was pretty much shitty. So a five-year game was kind of a gem in the rough. <laughs> pretty much in universe, pretty much in universally shitty or two completely different things. <laughs> I was gonna say shitty movie tie-in games. Are Don't you dare crap on Alien vs Predator Super Nintendo. Um, so a couple Clark. other things I, I found like on the development, um, it did have an intentional goofy tone to it. Um, I, oh God! Yeah, I, I mean, you could definitely see it was very apparent when playing the game. You could tell it was supposed to be a goofy game based on RPGs at that time. It wasn't supposed to take itself serious. Absolutely, it was supposed to be like, all right, here's an RPG. We want people involved, 
but we it, we want everybody involved. Just kind of get with it. Let's have a party with this game. Also, what self-respecting parent is like, oh, my seven-year-old son, go out into the world and, and fight aliens. <laughs> now, one, one of the other things is for the marketing. They, they had marketing things where you would see kind of like a boy on the edge of the screen against this whole backdrop of like Earth and this whole alien invasion going on. And it would say, this stinks. This game stinks. Yes. Yes, and there's it like did. scratch and sniff stuff that you would smell. Yes. It's gross. And afterwards, yeah. afterwards, what I read was people were like, what the fuck is up with this? And they got a lot of complaints for the it stinks scratch and sniff shit. So part of the reason... Does anyone know what it actually off. smelled like? Yeah. No. Farts? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I really want to know what that would smell yeah. like. You just, oh, you, you, you just want, want vintage really Earthbound scratch and sniff. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I do. I want. I want go on eBay. Fresh out of the package. I want to know yeah, exactly yeah. what that smells like. Sealed in box. That's baloney. Smells like 1994. <laughs> 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 uh, so, sorry. One last thing I want to get on. I don't know if you guys have additional notes. Get on it. But get the on creator it. of the game, when they were developing the the, uh, the backgrounds to like the battle system, they referred to it as a video drug. It makes sense the way everything looked. Yeah. The colors, the, the strobing. Oh, by the way, the if colors, have, Duke. If you have absolute <laughs> epilepsy, be careful playing this game. Especially I'm, I'm at the end. But we'll, we'll get to uh, we'll get to that a little further on in the podcast. No, no, no. I, I do have. I will yeah. tie this in later. Sure. But I think there's definitely a, a hallucinogen theme to this game. Oh I mean, hell yeah! Yeah, like Ness is on drugs all the time. Kinda. Well, I'll get into that when we get into like gameplay and such. But I, I definitely. Okay. Yeah, I, I picked up some vibes on playing this game. <laughs> well, before we move away from development, I definitely want to mention uh, Shigesato Itoi, who was the, the main creator, is like a celebrity in Japan and was involved in the first the first mother. Actually, he's involved in all of them, of course. But um, he's, he's in all the mothers. Yeah, right. He's a he's a bit of a character, <laughs> and, and I I think I found somewhere online that for the. For the dialogue, like he actually would like give notes to like a note taker, like word by word, what he wanted in the game. And that's the dialogue he wanted in the game because well, that's some of the weirdest dialogue. <laughs> no, I have certainly the okay. English stuff. The okay. English translation was done by uh, Nintendo of America, and they sort of made it um, what sarcastic. Uh, and, uh, what I read was, while we're on dialogue, real quick. Sorry to cut you off. I just yeah, want to read one line that I had to write down from later in the game. This is a quote from one of the characters. I just roasted some garlic and ate it, so the room still stinks. That was an actual line in the game. That's that cold. Be, have you ever Dude, roasted some garlic? There's a lot stinks. of very weird, <laughs> odd lines yeah. in this game. What I remember from the di- uh, like everything when they translated it over was they told the translator, hey, just kind of make it goofy, kind of make it fun, make it, you know, just make it you. And that's why, like, some things didn't translate over well, like the ending of the game. We'll go into it now. We'll get to it. But there were things that they were like, just kind of, like, here is what we did. Now kind of make it America in a way. (laughs) Make it America. Eagleville. (laughs) America. Or Eagleland. Oh, yeah. Isn't it, like, Eagle Town or some shit like that? Like, it's ridiculous. In not America. Story. All right, so truth be told, I personally, I made it to where Jeff reunites with everybody. Um, or not reunites, unites. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> um, he meets up with uh, Paula and Ness for the first time. Um, 
I had a little trouble playing through the game. It took me about a week before I could actually get a working copy of the game so that I didn't lose my save. The story is weird in that it lacks a definitive direction. I feel like there's not a lot when you're moving through the towns that is really pointing you everywhere, except for everybody is pointing you in one direction. And it's really weird and it doesn't feel like the actual... Like, the actual town is alive at all. It's all just, like, every single person there is pointing you in a direction of a thing. I kind of thought the story was eh up until that point. But, again, I didn't play at all. I'm actually really curious to hear what you guys have to say about the story. Because I want to hear more about, you know, what what I didn't get to get to play on. Well, I think in, in comparison, I didn't get through the complete game. I think I only made it, like, 60 65% through, I made it to the gold mine. When we were talking about before about fighting the moles, I made it through a couple moles. How many moles were there? How many moles moles were there? Uh, They said there were five, but I don't know if I believed them. Oh. How many number three moles did you uh, have? Whoa! One. Because they're all number three? I got it. I I was basically at the exact same spot, actually, but um, the story... Um, I know, I know a little, I know some spoilers, even though I haven't, haven't played the game up until that point, and, uh, <clears throat> the story is not something that I would say detracts from, from the game at all. It's true that all the, all the NPCs basically play to you, they don't have sort of their own, uh, I want to say agenda or their own thing, they all play into the story directly, um, for you, they may, they push Ness and Gang along, um, the path, but, um, I like the setting more than anything else. The fact that it's like, you know, it's set in the 90s, basically when it was made, and it has all the tropes that are associated with that, like the, the phones that you have to use, like the public phones and, and, and things like that. Just I, It's a time capsule to me. Yeah, I, I don't want anyone to misconstrue that I actually thought the game was actually very charming. There's a lot of very cool things about the, about the game itself. But, it's charming, uh, I like that. Yeah, it's really charming. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like a crow that wears sunglasses and they have to fight it? <laughs> I, that was the first thing that caught me off guard when I played yeah. this game. And the funky music that was playing in, like... <laughs> yeah, look, I, I took notes. It's the first thing that I wrote down. Spiteful crow. Sunglasses? <laughs> uh, so, generally, with the storyline, I thought this was going to be much more invasion of alien-based. Like, I, I didn't really get the whole alien vibe playing the game, but although it starts, like, the main menu, you see all the flying saucers destroying the city or something like that. Did anybody else get the feeling, like, the flying saucers at the beginning, before you even played it, was kind of reminiscent of the uh, town in the first Thor movie, where it was, like, that small T-town Thor, and it was, like, the alien strikes, and then instead of seeing that big guy, like, in metal, just like, ah, fuck you So, reminisce or reminiscent? (laughs) I know, I couldn't no 1.5 box of wine. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows. <laughs> um, but o- overall, so the storyline, the way I saw it, without getting into the details yet about the story. Get into the details, man. This is the story. Okay, no, well, not yet, not yet. Well, the way I saw it, piece, I mean, we can get into the little pieces, but in the beginning, you see that there's this threat on the planet, more or less. And then all the way until you get to the end, I feel like each town had its own little subplot. It didn't really connect oh, yeah. with the overall right. so much. Like when, when you're in, um, um, what was it Threed? Threed it was like, the, like whole the whole plot there was around the zombies, more or less. It had really nothing to do with the overall storyline. <clears throat> but I just felt like each town was like 
a little mini story in itself. And then you didn't... <laughs> so, so actually speaking to Theed, right? I thought it was weird that everyone was just like, oh, yeah, there's zombies around. There's people just still, like, hanging out outside. They're like, oh, fuck it. There's, like, fucking brain-eating fucking monsters around. I'm going to go get a fucking sandwich from the bakery, though. Like, well, no, they didn't <laughs> even do that. The they, uh, whenever they doing. realized there was a zombie, there were some outside that, yeah, z- whatever, pizza, whatever you said. Uh, the rest were in the tent. Like, we're going to take shelter. We're not going to leave until the zombies leave. So there were some that were kind of kind of like coherent about what was going on and the others who were like oblivious like oh yeah there's zombies but who the fuck cares there's a moon over there just a little fun fact when i think disaster i don't run for the nearest circus tent no (laughs) and on that i find it even more ironic that you actually had to set the trap for the zombies in the tent where people are trying to take refuge it's like oh you're all here I'm going to set down this little thing that draws all of them into the tent. Eh, good luck. Giant See, that, that to me <laughs> I, makes sense because... I, I, didn't even, I didn't even do that. I just moved on. Yes. I, I just went to the next town. How? How? You got yeah, the foreside? Oh, no, I didn't get the foreside. No, no sorry. Not. No, I didn't get the foreside. To okay. me, that makes sense because if everybody's in a tent to, uh, and Saturday, we're putting Saturday zombie night. paper down or whatever, no, I, um, it's like, okay... Put the zombie paper down where the zombies are going to go because there are the most people. Everybody else was kind of in their house, kind of locked up. Like, you'd go up to a house and they're like, oh, I'm watching the TV. Who's outside my house? Oh, I don't care. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But there were there were a couple people outside, like the kid in the hockey mask. I don't know what he was up to, but he was weird. He was playing hockey. Ever. Which, yeah. which okay, kid in the Jason. hockey mask? Because there was one in every single <laughs> town. And his name was Jason in every single town. But it kind of made sense to me that everybody's grouped up in the zombie tank, kind of worried. Even though it's kind of, yeah, the zombies could come in and eat us all through the front door. But they're like, ah, we don't know what to do. Well, put the zombie tape down. We'll take care of them through there. Um, So why don't we backtrack? We'll start at the beginning. Maybe we we have some points we want to hit as we go through the different towns. So starting in the beginning, basically you see this meteor come down. Uh, You go and investigate it. I think Pokey... Pokey, yeah. Pokey. Pokey. Yeah. Pokey. Pokey. He was introduced Pokey. at that point, right? Yeah. Let's, let's talk about Pokey for a second. Pokey. Fuck that guy. I, I, didn't, I didn't get the vibe he was a dick at that point in the game. You I didn't really get that not, until later. Fuck, really right right at the beginning when you go to the meteor. He's a total dick. He's a dick he's, throughout he's the whole thing. He's like, no, you have to leave, but I'm going to stay here because I'm not getting in the cop's way. That's a perfect <laughs> rendition of Pokey's voice. <laughs> yeah. That's probably how he sounds. That's, that's, that's exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. Oh, Even his brother's like, all right, Pokey's kind of a dick, but whatever. <laughs> I, I found, like, my first thought of him was like, this guy's doing nothing, he's just useless. And then as the, the game kept going on, I'm like, Pokey's just a bitch. <laughs> Fun fact, Pokey in the Japanese version is named Porky. <laughs> no, that, that makes sense for the Super it's Smash Porky. Brothers. Because <laughs> he's named Porky in the Super Smash uh, Brawl. When you fight him, his name's Porky. Starting in the town, like one of the thing. things that really bothered me overall in the game, because I thought it would always come back, but his dog, King, this is one of the few times you actually get to u- utilize him in the game. I think it's because you don't have any allies at that point. But right. I thought exactly. he was going to be like a permanent. You mean right at, the, right at the beginning? Yeah. yeah. And why did you, you name him in that? the beginning? I know, you know? exactly. Like, it was just for such a brief window of time. It just kind of And I have something to add on that later, but yeah, at the beginning you name him King, but... Why did you think he'd be there the whole time? Well, because, number one, whenever usually you name a person in the game, especially RPG in the beginning, 
they stick around at least for a little bit. I got confused after, oh, I'm going to take my dog out for a little bit. Hey, we're back in the house. Hey, come on out again. I don't want to do that. Okay. It's kind of a, because you, you name all the other characters and, and they, they come into it in their own story, but the dog basically you use for that first little bit and that's it. There's actually a, I would say, fifth character you named very late in the game. Uh-oh. Um, there's a part later on where they break the fourth wall and they say, oh, by the way, what's your name? Really? Very, yeah, very, yeah. very fucking you. late in the game. You. Which they could have added at the beginning. You name yourself and then you name the characters. But they didn't because Spoiler. later on in the game when you're fighting the boss, you have to... The last part of the game is when you're fighting Giagas or Gigas, whatever the Gigas. fuck his name Gigas. is. Using Paula's ability, which is Prey, you have to pray and then everybody you met in the game is like, oh, I, I really feel like I need to pray to... Ness or Jeff or I, I really need their safety and then at the very end they're like oh somebody else is praying somebody else is really giving their prayers and it's you it's your name whatever you put in you're the final like fifth player and it just kind of broke the fourth wall but I thought it was kind of cool though it was cool I thought it was, kind it of was cool for, for like old school technology I think like that's a neat concept. Yeah. It is yeah. a concept. Like, you mean for when the game came out, breaking the fourth wall like that? Yeah. Be, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that was kind of unheard of right. back, I, back then. And it makes sense because the whole time, like, you're choosing the decision for Paula to pray to everybody. And then it's like, there's a point in the seventh or eighth break where you're like, you pray and it goes, it goes into darkness. Nobody hears it. And then it's like, well, somebody hears it. Their name is, and they put part of your name in and then dot, dot, dot. And then the last part is when you beat the boss and you do the ninth prayer is so-and-so hears it. They hear your prayer. They're putting it in. They know you want to beat the game. And you basically do the most damage yeah. as a character in the game, too. So cycling back to the beginning, I, there was some other points I wanted to hit while we're on story. Hit it. Uh, so back in Onet, right? Is that the way you pronounce Onet? it? Yeah, sure. Onet, um, yeah. So the big thing with that was <clears throat> the, the street gang was sharks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I had this little run-in. Because the first time, like, when you, you get into, like, a certain battle, other enemies can join in as well. Was yeah. it the Jets? I had something that made me laugh hysterically. But a character from the Sharks, from off of the screen, after I was basically getting ready to load into the battle, <laughs> ran from off oh, of the yeah. screen to jump in the battle. It just caught me way off guard. <laughs> dun, I thought dun, it was dun, hilarious. Dun, dun, dun. But um, there, there's one point in that town. They're about to break the barriers. To the next town or something like that but oh, the police oh, yeah. want to train you first did, <laughs> train. Any, did, did anybody get police brutality oh, out of that oh, yeah. all over. oh yeah <laughs> they're, they're like oh we're gonna train you by trying to beat the shit out of you <laughs> a little you kid little kid what kind of police force fights a little kid show me what you got child <laughs> show me what you got <laughs> this like, what is this Shigesato like, Itoi. this is his, his vision of uh, how police operate in America. He's not far off. No. Oh, political safety. Well, that was... <laughs> back then, so yeah, I guess you're right. There's... I, I honestly think with the story-wise, there's a lot of points that go unanswered. Like, for example, you know the band you follow? Yeah. They're in it more than once. You help yeah. them in a couple towns. Yeah. Why are you helping that band? Why? I don't know, but they put on one sick-ass show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, show, that first show was dope. <laughs> All right. Something that confuses me. They're called the Runaway Five. Now there's two lead singers and four people, four <laughs> other members of the band. So there's six. It, but that's 
again, I obviously, took a note on this where I'm looking at this and like this this is not right. I, I didn't so even obvi- think of that. Obviously, no, it's it's five are running away and one's a kidnappy. Ah, <laughs> one's kidnapped. Oh, <laughs> Bobby comes full circle. Yeah. Now. All right. And question: Why do the lead singers look like Mario and Luigi? Yeah, I did get that. Another thing is, thing. yeah, their aesthetic is totally the Blues Brothers thing. Oh yeah. Oh, Big yeah. large band behind them and two guys in suits just kind of doing their sunglasses. fucking jazz type of thing. Yeah, wearing yeah. sunglasses. And later on, when you get to one of the other towns, I forget which fucking town it is, but one of them well, comes the out looking so like Peach. They have a girl singer there who oh, looks yeah. like fucking Princess Peach. Yeah. And you have to actually go in and get her autograph or something. I forget her name, but... It was such um, a minute detail. It was minute, but it, it looked like... Mario, Luigi, and Peach were in this game. They were kind of thrown back to it, which was kind of cool. So I went into that part a little too early and had to watch the show. And then I went into the back room and they're like, okay, so you need this. And I left. And I came back and then I had to watch the show again. (laughs) At that point, I put on Netflix and watched almost two shows before that fucking show ended. You're kidding. Yeah, I am, but <laughs> it's not that long. It's not that... He's, no, but he's the... allowed to be a little facetious, Ralph. A little. <laughs> You're just making shit up as you go. I can play the game. I can be a, be a little fish shit. Um, <laughs> I'm so fish shit. I, think, I, 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 I thought he said fish shit. Damn. I think but, that's a German thing, and you have to pay for that. Oh my god! Shit. But, shit there were parts of like the stupid musical show that they put on that I was like, I don't care. I just it, didn't get it. They could have. They could have no, 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 started. No. You it, just didn't blacked it out it. and brought it out at the end, and I would have been like, okay, that's cool. I don't need to watch a three-minute show of somebody dancing back and forth on a 2D fucking stage. I don't need that in my life. I don't. I'll, I'll, I I'll bring this back up when we when we get back to the music, but there are a bunch of very weird and interesting uh, musical influences for this oh, game. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There yeah. are. Um, so another point I wanted to touch on about when you get Jeff into the party. You start to um, hear about his relationship with his dad. Oh, yeah. terrible father. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was kind of dark Weird. for, like, a kid's game. Oh, I haven't seen you for ten years. Like, what? I don't I... care about you, son. Again, worst dad ever. <laughs> yeah. Jeff's dad. You're two screens up. Where the fuck you been for ten years? <laughs> I did. I, uh, again, I look at video game facts and did you know gaming and all that shit. And one of the things they brought up is his dad may have been in Mother 1. His dad may have been the one of the first characters in the first Mother which, if you're playing Earthbound, you don't know that. And his dad may be working on, because he knows that Gigas or whatever is coming about. Gigas. He may just be working on the fact that this is coming. I don't know how to stop it. I know I had a son. I'm going to take a fuck break. Oh, shit, I had a son. Ten <laughs> oh years God, or whatever what later. Hell? What is this? What kind of fan fiction is this? I'm going to get everything ready for my son to defeat All right, wait. I Earthbound just, fan I would, fiction. I'm gonna take a fuck break. <laughs> I don't mean to cut off your fan fiction, but I totally mean to cut off your fan it's more. It's more like slash fiction slash at that point. Slash fiction. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Anyway, um, when it comes to fathers in general in the game, apparently that has to do with why the franchise is called Mother. It's because mm. Shigesato Itoi had sort of an absent father oh. and was closer to his mother in general. So it's a recurring theme, as I understand it, except for Mother 3, which your, your dad is like one of the actual characters that you play. But the way that you never see the father, Ness's father, yeah, 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 never he's do. always only on the phone, 
And I think that the... And he's good at sending you money, though. Oh, yeah, he, he is. He's real good at Here's that. Here's your child support. Yeah, throw, <laughs> throw money in. Throw money in. Um, but you're absolutely right. That idea, to me, is a little bit dark for a kid's game in the 90s. And then the fact that Jeff's father is literally two screens away, and he hasn't seen him in 10 years, and says, oh, let's do it again. So Let's do it again in 10 years. Oh, you're, so, you're such a hard worker. Oh, yeah. So what you're saying is we played through the developer's daddy issues. A little bit. Ooh. That got deep. Yeah. But it's good. <laughs> Hopefully you can catch me up. I, I remember writing this note, but I don't remember what part in the game We are not responsible was. for your poor note-taking here. I know, this, this was poor, but... Um, yeah, your poor notes. It was a hallucination after eating cake. Cake. You had a hallucination after eating cake? <laughs> no, there was a point in the game where you actually like oh, hallucinate that with Mr. I there was the one that I had was oh, the, I think it was with the, the the LSD coffee with Mr. Saturn. Yeah, it's maybe like, that was it. Oh, here, have some coffee. Oh, and then you go the on like this break. six minute trip where there's nothing but like the written dialogue where it's just going into some type of detail with like the psychedelic colors and stuff going on. Oh, there's your epilepsy warning. Be careful with the coffee. And by the way, why can't I skip fucking text like that? Right. That's when I put Netflix on. Uh, when when that appeared. I mean, I did I did read it, but uh, no, I completely forgot about the coffee break. And then that, mm-hmm. that was something that I thought was. I was like, oh, this is this is like a nice touch, and then it started to wear out as welcome after. And then that's probably why the Mr. Sat- the Mr. Saturns were all fucked up because they were all tripping on LSD coffee. Well, Mr. Saturn, Saturn Valley was just it was one of the highlights of the game for me. And no, I just no. go in there and, and go um, in the hot springs. All right, so does anyone else have any more stuff for the story? Yeah. Um, sorry, I got two more little notes. We can All make right. these kind of quick. Go for it. Uh, did anybody else hate the photo man? Oh, yeah, God. Okay. What oh, the fuck? That's, okay, that's actually a question I have. Is that ever explained what the fuck he is? No. It's got to be in the credits. No. They, no. It, it was bullshit credits. No. Because really? he takes picture no. and they... they Make it like they're going to play the pictures in the background as the credits are scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. They're not the actual pictures that he took, uh, though. That son of a bitch. I double-checked that shit. And I remember, <laughs> How did you double-check No, no, because I remember there were certain pictures, like, when I bought the house by the shore, when I finally bought that later oh, in the game. Oh, you buy a house? Oh, yeah, I bought it. 7,500 uh, gold pieces That's or it. dollars? Dollars. Yeah, dollars. Um, but I took a picture in there. I remember all four of my characters being stacked on top. And I was like, oh, that's going to be a goofy picture. But when I saw the picture in the credits... They were all basically just spread out across the back of it. Oh, I'm disappointed. Yeah. yeah the, there was no point for the photo man, other than the fact they went to kind of take a break and be like, okay, just remember this part for later when you see it in the photo album at the end. The, the good thing that did come out of photo man, there's a lot of funny ass memes on the internet in regards to him. Oh, I want to check those I want to check those out. Yeah, fuzzy pickles. Yeah, fuzzy pickles. Oh, yeah, that, that's one and of the things. That, was, that's, that is a fucking safety word for somebody that was a developer for this game. No, 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 no. One of the things they decided was when they were doing the translation was they wanted the translator to come up with um, kind of catchphrases. And so, so he used his safe word. I'm yes, his dominatrix. The, 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 the person, the transmission, transmission. Yes, the translation. When the translator was coming up with words, he used fuzzy pickles. They said use funny words, funny sayings, whatever. Right. The and it came up with and fuzzy he, pickles. He thought they said fuzzy words, so he picked now, fuzzy pickles. In, in, in terms of <laughs> story, not the music guy. Fuzzy pickles. Say fuzzy words. In, Teddy bear. In terms of story, it's too late. It's in the game. We're moving on. <laughs> In terms of story, Harry, because we're the only two who beat it, <laughs> I got a you question You act like for it's you. a feat of I've any got time. It is, because, no, towards the end, it fucking drags on. It really does to me. Yeah. But the part that I was confused about... dragged on when, for me. <laughs> when you fight the final boss, you fight Pokey. 
Really? You do. Yeah. You fight that little fat. You do. His picture is very weird for that battle. It is. Too. Uh, and here's here's what I'm gonna say. His art. Yeah, you his art. actually yeah. go back in time because the place that you go to for the final battle is supposed to be ten or so years before the final battle. Oh, you go in robot bodies. You too. go. You get put into robot bodies because they say you know. Oh, you can't go back yourselves because you'd be babies. So what we're going to do is put your minds into these robot bodies and then you go back and then you'll be fine. And then maybe you'll come back to regular time. We don't know. I think Shigesate Yatoi needs therapy. But when you get there, Pokey is fine, alive and well. He does kind of look zombie-like. Well, he's kind of in that robot spider body. He's not a robot, though. It kind of looks almost like it it does kind of look destiny-wise like Fallen. He's got kind of the gray stuff going on and like yeah. spikes on his body. Even Did himself you just is gray. To Destiny? <laughs> I, yeah. it, well, Fallen is the only thing I can think of. It's a close comparison. <laughs> anyway, Pokey <laughs> Pokey kind of looks zombified. We'll say, but not only him, but his uh, craft that he's in, which is almost like a spider, and he's the capsule part. Weird. So how's it? Uh, how did he get back there? Story wise, how did he get back there as Pokey, and why does he look like that? Explain that, because they don't. Time paradox. Yeah, and because mm-hmm. they really like Johnny Quest when they had like the giant spider things that Race Bannon was trying to kill. Well, that's even <laughs> even story wise. Wow. When you get to the point, I, I gotta give you a high five for that. <laughs> Thank the, you, man. For that the whole point is you're trying to stop Gigius or whatever. Oh. Once you get there, they're like, "Oh, well, it already took over. You have to go back in time to why well, didn't it was being born or like before its powers were well, like, fully when, developed or when it like first oh, took so, like, over? Could you would you kill Hitler if he was a child? Oh. Yeah, but this is this is if Hitler as a baby took over at first. It isn't like you're going back in time to when Hitler was Hitler. I think you need a chart. You're you're going back to when it was a baby taking over because it was technically a baby when it was taking over. And he does mention that baby Hitler. He mentions it because he says it's an idiot right now. He does say that it's stupid. It's an idiot. He mentions that Gigius is dumb. It's not making sense. Because he's a baby. Exactly. So I don't want to fight a baby. I'm strong. glad I didn't he finish He does game. mention that. Yeah, and babies. actually, Pokey was making a claim at being the ultimate being because he could control. Because it was still a baby. Yeah, that's true. So Pokey was more or less the big villain at that point. Like, you were, at that point, you were basically just killing this, like, it, pool of mass. Yeah, I'm it was almost more like... I'm interested to get to the end of the game now, I think. Than, it was almost I'm not. Like, I'm way more interested it was to almost read like, about what exactly happened. Uh, <laughs> technically... I thought it was okay. I kind of wanted to kill Pokey. Oh, yeah. I wanted to fucking kill him. You know what really pissed me off? Pokey? You don't kill Pokey? No, you don't. Because at the end credits, it's like, by the way, Pokey may be back. And that's kind of like the end credits Avengers like. The end? Question mark. Exactly. It does happen. That literally happened. The end. I saved myself 20 more hours. Yeah, I'm I'm literally happy I didn't spend an extra minute fucking game. The last part at the end is you're in your room, and I thought the game restarted. I really thought it did. And it goes, there's a knock on the door. And I was like, isn't this how it started already? post-credits, by the way. Yeah, post-credits. Knock, knock, knock. And he goes downstairs, and his mom's like, there's somebody here for you. And somebody comes in and goes... Uh, Pokey says this isn't the end or something like that and then it says no he got a letter and he was yes. like that's weird because it's like in the middle of the night and the post office is closed yes. or something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's some weird thing but it, it almost reminisced I right, thought so it was more or less just him getting I thought it was too like, setting it up for a sequel almost sorry I have one other yeah, point so. I did want to talk about just very briefly <clears throat> this thing baffled me quite a bit it was 
Dungeon Man. I don't know if you guys remember him. Oh, I, I, I went through his first dungeon. You mean uh, no, no? This is a man who wants to be turned into a dungeon. Yes, and he later gets yes, his I'm wish. Yes, I'm aware. You, okay. go, so, you go through his first dungeon when he's uh, Brick Road. Brick I Road. Think, yeah, Brick Road is yep. his first iteration, yep. and he's like, "I want to be turned into a dungeon." And that is when I absolutely started losing interest in the game. I was like, "This is fucking dumb." I thought it was a little weird that you followed the creepy mustached man into his basement to see his golden statue. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. Garlic guy? Yeah. It's like, I'm yeah. going to work out and eat garlic. There's a couple <laughs> parts in the game where you should scream, Stranger Danger? Gameplay. I felt like, gameplay-wise, it is essentially your typical, you know, select from a menu, do your attack go back to your menu, do the same thing. I didn't think it was... I didn't think it was anything more or less than I would expect from an RPG at the time. Uh, I I didn't really see anything super special about it. Um, And I also didn't like that some of the companions that you had, like, you couldn't control their moves. Like, when you have, like, the monkey. Like, the monkey doesn't actually, like, do anything. Like, it... And half the time it was like fucking scratching its head, which would piss me off, which would almost get fucking uh, Jeff killed. Well, the, God the damn companions monkey. were almost like damage absorption. Oh, yeah, like teddy bears. Yeah, yeah, the teddy bears. That's yeah, all the, I mean, the, but the teddy, bears did, the, the teddy bears didn't attack, though. Yeah. The monkey would actually attack. Yeah, right. But like, you couldn't control it. You couldn't have it defend. And also, at least my time with the monkey and Jeff... The, the enemies didn't go after it first. It would go after Jeff. Well, there were some things later on, like the Falcons in the dream sequence. Which reminded me of Bird Person from Rick and Morty, just just for the record. <laughs> okay. Just um, a whole group of them. They would take the damage first until they died, and then it was like, okay, now we're going to focus everything on this. But, well, yeah, that's, the de- that's like the teddy bears. Right, but these things would attack back. So there were some oh. things that would attack back, some things that wouldn't. Like the monkey, I think, I didn't rely on them because they were kind of a companion. No, yeah, I I completely agree, but I just don't think there's anything miraculous here in the gameplay. Some of the things I did like was like the ATM, like the dad, oh, like cool. yeah, you did that was not, cool. I, I I liked that. It, I, I was talking specifically about the battle system, right? There. But like um, in the battle system, when you would beat something, it wasn't like okay, you also get fifty dollars from this enemy. You're not grave robbing them. It's like later on the dad's rewarding you for beating stuff almost. Or kind of giving you allowance based over time almost. <laughs> something like that. So it it was great at some points I would get in. It's like, oh, you have $20,000 extra. Avoid the allowance. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, hey, good job, kid. Here's some cash. Don't spend it all on bubblegum. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Fun fact: Bubblegum is actually what you use to control the monkey. Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 the dollar. The other thing that I really liked was the HP counter rollover. Even though you hit zero HP and it's rolling down, you could still heal until that point. Right, right. So yeah, so if you have a hundred HP per character and they hit you for three hundred. If you could really quickly get 500 HP per character, you're good. Which was kind of interesting. I did like that in some parts, but some I didn't because it was like, text-wise, it was like, 
so-and-so is doing damage. I don't fucking care. Let me keep going yeah, on. Yeah, and then yeah, it's like, well, so-and-so right. is doing damage. No, I don't fucking care. Let me go on. And then, oh, you heal for... And they're dead. That's, that's the part I wish I would have set tech speed like up to its highest. I had it on a mid-grade. Oh, it's So terrible. the text was going through, and I'm like, come that. on, I gotta heal I, this motherfucker. I, 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 I had mine on fast, and it wasn't enough. Yes. I, I was having the same issue. Correct. The exact same issue. It Correct. gets easier in the later parts of the game where it takes forever to tick down to zero because yes. you're just eating through hundreds yes. of HP, but... <clears throat> that I didn't like either was everybody starting at level one. Like, I understand it, and when you got to the higher level enemies, which would give you 5,000 damage, or... Let's say like three thousand XP per battle. They would level up really quick, but it was like, why can't they just start where I am and we'll work on it you from there? Still yeah. had to grind it out more. Yeah, and you grind enough in this game. Uh, you you grind. I had a few instances where my I would I would do one battle and the character would gain two or three levels um, just, oh, yeah. from, just from the one. Yeah, was very much so. Yeah, uh, but that would only ever really happen when they would join back with Ness because Ness was able to actually handle some of the higher power guys. So, like, the you know... Well, with the exception of as soon as you get a character, they're just like, oh, we'll do one battle, you'll get four fucking levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And I didn't really feel like the level system was working appropriately until you went into Ness's Dreamland thing, and when you came back, they gave him, like, I think, yeah, they gave him, I don't know if it was 200,000 or 2 million experience. 2 million experience. No, it was was 200,000. It was to to a point where his HP went to 830-some versus his 230-some. And I was like... It wasn't just the levels and experience. They give you stat boosts on top of that. So many. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, Ness is where he should be at now. Which should have been at the beginning of the game. Like, no, we shouldn't where... be level 80 at the beginning of the game. No, 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 no. no. But... Well, why not? Because <laughs> his guts went up what? by 407 points. <laughs> but when he's level 50, he shouldn't be at, like, 150 HP. True. No, I, I see what you're saying with that. Uh, they kind of, like, made a point where it was like, okay, between the dreamland... Did he become a man? Like, what sleep? happened? Yeah. yeah, there was a point <laughs> where... Ness's balls have dropped. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's when it was like, okay, now I feel like Ness is an appropriate character where he should be at. Ness and Paula go into the tent. Ness is <laughs> no. not a man. <laughs> Paula did not Earthbound 2. Um, so, a couple things that I uh, I did like about the gameplay. So, one, one quote thing that I got... So, the, the attacks that they described. So I got one early in the game. It was skate punk shredded fiercely on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought just the wording and how they tried to describe some of these scenes oh, in the yeah. battle. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it was it was completely cool. radical. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like the street gang. I thought that was the most lighthearted part of the game. But I, I really the sharks. Yeah, I thought it was really funny. I enjoyed yeah. it. Didn't, did anybody else think that the robot that um, the, the boss there has kind of reminds you of... Um, isn't there a robot in the, the Sonic... Uh, yes. The Sonic animated... Yeah. Uh, with the, the show? Detroit, mm-hmm. With the drill bits for the nose and... Or not the... But, like, it comes to a point or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, the, uh, the, that's the first thing I thought What's that of. guy's name? Dr. Robotnik. I, no, no, no. Not from Sonic. You're Robotnik, from, you red-haired... From this game. Now, getting your floor... B.A.'s got, like, a little off. tank. Like, yeah, a little tank a, robot. I got tank by this bush. You're gonna go take this thing. Frank. That's what his Frank. name was. He was yes. Frank, like, the skate punk <laughs> god or whatever. Like, Yeah. It was ridiculous. 
And he um, was cutting a little kid with knives. That yeah. Was my, out of every, every yeah. Thing, <laughs> when uh, you had this slime that burped on people. But no, this guy's just trying to, like, cut you. He's, also, like, did you ever notice how, like, when the birds would attack you, it wasn't like, oh, they pecked at you. It's like, it pecks at your eyes. <laughs> no, <specifically>. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, whoa. I don't remember that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was uh, a little intense. Okay. So I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. But the psychedelic theme that's going on in the game. So I wrote down a bunch of notes that I can kind of scratch off as we go through. So there's the rambling evil mushroom, which I thought was an awesome enemy. Yeah. Drugs. Yeah. Uh, but, but uh, oh, so uh, on him, uh, one of my favorite things is when the game will engage with you and fuck with your controls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to get to that. Status effects are brutal in this game. Yeah. And that, that was one of them. Uh, that, that was that was a pain in the ass. It was because it would it, um it would change as you were playing it. Sometimes mm-hmm. it would be reverse, and sometimes it would be reverse and then reverse access as well. Yeah, or access, not access, access, access. as well. Yeah. It'd, be, but it'd be nuts. Some of the, some of the other status effects I wanted to note. There was the um, when you're possessed. There's like a little ghost. <laughs> a little ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that one. Yep. Um, one that's later in the game. You guys might not have seen this one. Um, but if you get Oh, was it crystallized? Yes. Was that one? It's it basically just or? it basically just turns you into a crystal. Okay. Instant death. Oh. But you don't you're not um, dead. You just have to like be purified be, or whatever. It was like you, you were decrystallized. Soften. No. Is that is that what the uh, yeah? But it shut you down completely. You needed this very specific item to like. Well, yeah, is that is that what the soften like option <laughs> did at the hospital? Soften or maybe. I don't. It, it was like it was soften, so- purify, and one other option. I think, uh, yeah, it was something like that. And then there were a, there were a lot of items that could actually de diamondize you. Yeah, that was it. Diamondize. Yeah. It, there there were a lot of items that could at least uh, what the fuck was the thing that could um, re res you would de diamondize you as well. Yeah. I also found it surprising that there's a game that you can actually get sunstroke or heat stroke. Oh, yeah. Where you're yeah, in the oh, desert. Jesus Christ. You're walking around, and then it's just like, okay, uh, it's Psy Heal, Psy Healing, whatever it is, to it bring it back. Flashes, Either yeah. that, or you carry the the wet towel. Yeah. But, it's like, who's going to carry the wet towel in the desert? <laughs> it's going to be dry the time. moldy in here. Yeah. <laughs> I found it weird that like the heal up ability, it, it got rid of sunstroke, but it would not get rid of like poison. I wish there was, like, it would tell it was, you exactly which status effects. Okay, so that's actually something that really, really bugged me about the game, is there was no way to tell, like, okay, healing cures this. You had to figure it out and remember it for everything. That actually really fucking pissed me off. Wait, what there was a mean? help option in the that's, menu or something. There is. Like that. Yeah, there yeah is. I know, but are you going to really fucking do that every single time in the middle of a fucking no, battle? Like, it's, it's, it's really a fucking giant annoying. Giant-sized manual. <laughs> A player's guide. No, but you're right. It, it doesn't really Well, you yeah. also got to think about it like this. When the game originally came out, it came with the strategy guide. You could look it up at that point. At this point, we're you playing there wasn't it. any internet in the early so, 90s? What? So, so, so I actually think that's worse. I think that the fact that they had to include a guide with it makes that worse game development. Did you have the guide? I don't... 
Yeah, yeah, I looked one up I, online. I don't, I don't know. I and it was still annoying. That's your fault you didn't have the book. Okay. Going back to your psychedelic theme. Yeah, okay. And so then some not other... to mention the, the, the mushrooms. Yeah. You could sell the mushrooms later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could sell the status ailment for $50. Hey, man, hey, oh, my God. You need, I no you need some you shrooms? I got some shrooms floating on my head right now. You shrooms? Want... Shrooms? Did you have more shrooms? Uh, shrooms psychedelics? Yeah, yeah, no. I, I listed off a bunch of things just because it, so, it was so prevalent in this game. So it was the rambling evil mushroom. The mushroomized uh, status effect. There was there was a shroom boss. Um, a lot of the environments had mushrooms on the ground. Say mushrooms one more time. I'm just saying there was a lot of, <laughs> and not not to mention the psychedelic backgrounds in battle. Yeah, like there was just so much, and then even the trip tripping when LSD the, coffee. Yeah, with Mister Saturn. It was just so drugs. Yeah, yeah, it was just a, well, a lot. One of the one of the things I did read was originally in the Japan version was everything was like alcohol, not coffee. Uh, like there was it, it was different things, and they had to. I don't it's drink a balls kid. when I have a so, it, I know, but that's a crazy. That's even crazier. It's okay. It was a, you it was want a some kid. Part Japan is weird. <laughs> no did way. You know that? No way. And Ralph has no affiliation. I'd like to go to Japan one Japan. day. No, I but I mean, I don't want to take my son there if people are going to be offering him alcohol when he's seven. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> some kid have a sake bomb. What? So yes, there is a heavy drug theme. You're right. Well, I'm not even... I don't want to... Well, I it's, still, no, it's totally there, dude. There, there's no... There's actually no denying it that there is... But what's the reasoning behind that, though? Like, Like... Why would they intentionally put that I'm going to refer you back to something that Ralph said about 10 seconds ago where Japan is weird. No, I understand. Got, <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that just going to be our reasoning? I, I think yeah. that could Earthbound. be just the reasoning. Japan is weird. Yeah. <laughs> so I have another gameplay question, and I think only Harry can answer this. Okay, go for it. Pooh or Poe, what do you name them? Pooh. There's two O's. Poo. Okay. It's Poo. Aegis and Pooh sitting in a tree. Pooh had a... Uh, move called Mirror. Yeah, I didn't use it. You didn't? No. If you tried it, oh. about 75% of the time, it didn't fucking work. No, no, I did I did utilize, utilize mm-hmm. this a couple times. What happened? You utilized it? You basically turn into the enemy you're fighting. And you fight as the enemy, kind of. I wasn't even thinking. Is that like Gal from Final Fantasy? Kind of, a little bit. Um, you don't have to spend time out in the wild and Learning we the have to leave the party. I actually tried to use that at the final boss, too. He was just like, yeah, too. he can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, another quick uh, gameplay tidbit is the bike. And so half of us got like a bike. One town. Yeah, so well, so who got the bike here? I got the bike. Hamill did not get the bike. Did not. I, I weird. Read, you just... guys are the ones that beat the game, and you guys didn't get the bike. Because we walked and we grinded that shit out. Mm. Where are you? Guys? See, here's the thing: the bike you can only really use for the first town. You can only use it when it is Ness by himself. That makes sense. Can't ride it with a teddy bear. Can't ride it with any other people. Like it was dumb. So it basically just after after you finally ran into your first person or got your first teddy bear if you dug through the trash, apparently. It was useless and just took up a vital inventory slot. Which yeah, because you never, because you never I always an issue. I, that, yeah, that was another thing inventory I wanted to bring up when it came to, to for gameplay. Oh, Jesus, inventory issues. It's like okay, I understand. It's like each character can carry what was it like twelve to fourteen things, mm-hmm. yeah. 
But when you're going out, you know, on like a long dungeon grind, you're going to need some of those items. You're going to need, and not to mention, you're going to have to carry your armor. You're going to have to carry your amulets or like the, the coins, which acted as another thing. It was just, that became one of the most frustrating things yeah. ever. And it's like, oh, let me call a courier service. Come pick this up, something that yeah, I'll never remember S-Cargo having Yeah, fucking Express. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So what they did, because Escobar is snail. And that's his sister, who's yeah. like, what, 11? Yeah. And is working for a fucking... Sister. She's, she's, oh, she's yeah. working oh, part-time, yeah. she's, okay? Yeah, the younger sister. Japan is weird. <laughs> <laughs> they have... N- no care for child labor laws. Exactly. <laughs> and I just want to say thank you to Pooh, who didn't need anything almost. It, like, if you put something on him, his stats went down. Oh, that's funny. Minus one or two things. There was something I put on him, and his stats went through the roof. Mm. Everything else, like, if you put on the diamond bracelet or whatever, it would go, it would skyrocket down. Yeah. Well, oh, like, he had, like, very specific equipment to right. achieve. Right, exactly. Um, sure, sure. I tried to get his weapon... But it had a one out of one twenty-five chance of dropping from this like super hard enemy. Oh really? Yeah. Did anybody else carry that ruler for so fucking long? <laughs> dude, dude, I was like, there's gotta be a use for this thing. There's no way that they would just be like, oh yeah, buy it for two dollars. I had Jeff hold that the entire time. And then when I was going to Gigius or whatever, I was like, let's give it to Escargo. And then when he, when you could give it to Escargot in the last part, they're like, oh, we can't find you. What are you going to do with it? Just keep it in my inventory. <laughs> oh, so Jeff starts with a ruler and a protractor. Yeah, because yep. he's fucking smart. I bought a ruler. <laughs> wow. I, I bought one from the yard sale. I but, did have a couple things I wanted to get off my chest really quick. But, but, <laughs> I'm sorry, do you want to repeat that? <laughs> I did English. Things I wanted to get off my chest really quick. We're at so, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to the gameplay, I did want to say that um, the overall aesthetic uh, sort of reminded me of um, Pokemon, like the original Pokemon, yes. that, that the way that you navigate the world and the towns and everything like that, and I'm pretty sure that this definitely preceded that. Um, I I liked the, the battle system in itself, that it was first person, and I didn't really expect that with this type of game and in that in that era, and I think it takes from Dragon Dragon Warrior? Yes. Or Dragon Quest? It, Dragon it, Warrior. It, um, it basically takes that style and does its own thing. Um, I liked that the way money worked in general, I liked the way you had to pay like a dollar to use the phone and you had to pay money to use Escargo Express. Like it was, it, I, I stopped and was like, this is funny because I use Wells Fargo and the max that I can withdraw in a day is $300 in cash. And Ness from this game is 20 years old. He can go in and take all of his money out from an ATM with, <laughs> without any, without any kind of a issue. Oh, wait, Ness is 20 in the game? No, no. The game's no. twenty years old. Oh, oh! I thought you said he was twenty. Okay, sorry. I might have been speaking too fast. Maybe that happened. Get <laughs> twenty dollars. Uh, right? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I had a couple things along with the gameplay. I want to add real quick. Automatic wins. Loved it. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, yeah. That was great. So you didn't have to fight the weak things over and over and over and over and, and over. And sometimes they would give you a lot of XP. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, slugs, man. Yep. Slugs in the in the tunnels. When you died and you restarted. I always felt like it restarted you in a horrible place, no PP, <laughs> um, and no HP. So if you started in the desert with everything low, there was no hospital or anything else around where it was like, all right, let me go to an inn and, uh, oh, I can't, I can't get everything back. It was, especially towards the end, it was like, oh, I restarted at the end and I have zero, uh, uh, oh, I'm fucked. Again and again and again. 
And then last point I have on my piece of paper here is, did anybody else notice the band when they were driving around? One of the band names was uh, Lady Hand Bus. It was the bus on the side was called Lady Hand Bus. No, Lady Lady Hand. Hand. Lady Hand. And then it was on a bus. They're soft and Mm. delicate. Just Lady Hand. And then when you went the other way, it was Lady Hand backwards. Thought that was funny. I was like, why are they putting Lady Hand on here? Hmm. That was the first note I put on here. (laughs) (laughs) But automatic wins restarts were terrible places. Graphics. I thought the graphics were pretty cool. Um, I played on Wii U, which had some updated colors, mm. I've noticed. And there was some some updated, gra- like not graphics, but really like the colors were a little more solid. Ness didn't look pale. Um, there was, It wasn't as red washed. Like I noticed there was a lot of red wash in some of the other screens that I was looking at and stuff like that. Because it wasn't just limited to the three, you know, RGB. It was a little more more colorful and things like that. The, the game looked great, actually, for a Super Nintendo game. Uh, the backgrounds looked really cool. Um, I know a lot of games after that point used those types of backgrounds, like the, um, not FM, you know, is it a full motion video? FMV. Yeah, FMV yeah. backgrounds. There's with... FMV in that game? No, 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 no. He's saying afterwards. After, yeah, right? afterwards. Yeah. Um, after. And, and I think that's probably the closest that that system got to having the that pre FMV uh, um, after I, yeah <laughs> fuck you Ralph uh, no I, I I really liked I really liked what it, the aesthetic of it it felt really homey in in the towns and stuff like that What's up, dog? Uh, it was it was it was pretty cool and I, th- I thought the sprites for everything looked really good, even as wacky and fucking weird as they got, but uh, I thought the sprites looked really good. From what I was reading, they were looking more for Final Fantasy RPG graphic style, and so when people saw Earthbound, they were like, no, this is kind of childish, kind of dumb. But now, years later, if you compare it to, it's kind of refreshing seeing more of a child, homegrown type thing instead of... Okay, knights, horses, all that stuff. Castles. It's welcoming more so to see something that was, I guess, relatable? Because I would fight New Age retro hippies all the time in my youth. I used to throw my yo-yo at dogs all the time. And disgruntled businessmen and cops. Yeah, perfect. Old party man or whatever. But at least when when it comes to the graphics, I think... All of us basically growing up on Super Nintendo, we've seen a lot worse. Oh, absolutely. Um, I would say for its time, especially if you start developing in the late 80s and get into kind of like the early 90s, you're still, you're looking pretty good with it when it comes along with it. But yeah, I, I played on the, I had an emulator on the computer. Oh, what? An emulator. Oh. An emulator. <laughs> an emulator. <laughs> I had turned into hell. No! Now, Steve, is that legal? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but you, you own a physical but, copy. Wink, wink. You own a physical copy of well, the game. Well, yeah. Like, I saw some of the pictures you took and you sent to the group of, like, you playing. And I'm like, that seems a lot more crisp than than, than what I have in front of my face right now. So. Oh, I, yeah. I, did, I have the game. Um, I, have, I actually have a cartridge of Earthbound that was a gift. And it's, like, one of my most cherished possessions. Oh. 
that I have played and Future Pants Ralphs. But I, I didn't I didn't play it for the for this. I actually used my Wii U copy, but I did have it emulated. When it comes to the graphics in in my opinion, uh, obviously it doesn't look like Final Fantasy VI, which is sort of like I guess you could they're not apples to apples to compare. But um, and obviously for the hardware, you have things like Donkey Kong Country that the Super Nintendo could do, which this it's completely different. It doesn't even come close to, to what that looks like. I thought that the the graphics were were fitting for the tone of the game, or I guess the graphics had a part in making the tone. But um, honestly, no disappointments. I liked the style. I I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought the graphics were fine. It was good. I, I did like the look of the game. I think that was the first appealing. Aspect of the game. I, I actually liked just exploring Onet just right in the beginning of the game. I, I probably could have moved on an hour or two earlier, but I, I just really enjoyed cruising around the town, just seeing like the different artwork and everything. And what the about Tucson? Designs. The character designs are were fantastic. I, I like Tucson better than. What Ana. about Threed? Did anybody After. get that KKK version of three oh, in wow. there? How do we not talk about that? Oh, the blue yeah. KKK, the, the blue, yeah. The blue Going KKK. back to oh, yeah. gameplay wise, uh, which they did, they did take out. They had letters written on their hoods, and they took it out because they were afraid it would be associated with KKK. Well, was yeah, pretty, that was a pretty blunt. That was anyway. like yeah, a, it was yeah, it was a, it was very obviously a cult. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, very culty, cultish, cultesque. And just like any cult, you take out the leader, and they all fucking fall down. Ah. Anyway, <laughs> no. Overall, like I don't have too much to say on the graphics, but I did like the one. You know, actually, one aspect we didn't talk about is some of the towns were like crooked, um, like the street design. Yeah, four design. Side it wasn't diagonal. just like like yeah. perpendicular. Me for a bit. Yeah, and then the the one town four side I think was more overhead. Like, like there was different angles. You were looking at some of these different towns. Yeah. Foreside was the diamond kind of. No, no, but it had more of a uh, looking down type point of view rather okay. than like. And the characters didn't change, know. just the landscape. It yeah. is kind of weird. Yeah, which yeah. was really it, it was nice. Instead of going like having to go right and go up into a shop, you could go diagonal. Um, but I, I did like the design and artwork of some of the character, or not the characters, the uh, enemies that you fought. I thought it was just like there's no other game where you're gonna fight a taxi. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Um, yes. When when you go into except this, for Crazy Taxi, but we'll just you know. Yes. Um, Japan. Now, how well, maybe we'll, maybe you remember this <laughs> when you go into the dark side of that one town. I forget yes. the name of the town, but there was like enemies, um, like a melting clock. There was yeah. the abstract art that you fight, like it, really bizarre. They took that off the Dolly picture of the clocks melting. Oh, uh, Salvador. Mm. Yes, God. thank you. The name of the enemy was straight up from the painting. Okay. So they took, which is cool, they took some of the artworks and ripped them for the game. How is that legal? Man. I don't know, because they bought the original copy first, and then they transferred it over. They actually... Absolutely. When they created the game, when they created the game, they thought they were making a parody of a real RPG. Music. Let's get into the music direction of the game. Um, something interesting that I found, um, like Hamill had just said, was uh, you know the Beatles were influenced in the song. Uh, one of the craziest things that I saw while looking up some of the like music inspiration, the Beach Boys. The Beach yep. Boys were a huge, huge 
inspiration for multiple towns themes the band itself like it it was nuts i i wouldn't be surprised if like the musical director was like part of a beach boys fucking uh cover band and stuff like that in Japan. Uncle um, Jesse? Maybe a lot of karaoke. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, there is tons of karaoke in Japan. But yeah, I thought that was really interesting, uh, especially since, like, you know, the Beach Boys were older generation, even. And to see them kind of have that influence, and you can see it. I could tell. I saw that inspiration. I heard that inspiration. I, I do have a question because my save file was from a couple months ago mm-hmm. when I started it. At the And I play the game with the sound off because I listen to podcasts, I listen oh. to family members, stuff like that. So I started, I started listening to the music when I got Jeff. The music before that, mm-hmm. was it kind of normal? It wasn't normal. No, nothing about this game actually was normal. When it came to the music or the backgrounds or anything like that, it was, it would be kind of like a, like a, you know, like a Beach Boys tune. Which is... In in eight bit, but then it would be one weird sound clip, again in you know eight or sixteen bit MIDI file, and and, and to me that would be kind of normal, kind of normal in this. But towards of the game. yeah, towards the end of the game, it gets real spacey. Am I right, Harry? Yeah, I think you. I agree with that. And so I'm wondering if maybe the music was kind of trying to tune you into, okay, at the beginning. You're a normal boy. Here's your normal town. We got the we got the Beach Boys going. We got kind of normal sort of normalcy going on. And then towards the end, it's like you're getting into the intergalactic space, planetary, planetary, intergalactic. Yes, intergalactic, planetary. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of like all right. You're starting as normal as you're going on and learning things and learning about Gigius or whatever the fuck his name is. You're getting into the spacey Gigas. thing because at the end it start turning into Star Trek fucking noise, and it was like it, Star the Trek music, fucking noise. <laughs> Star Trek fucking noise. Star and, Trek fucking. And the music noise. started turning noise. noises to where it was like as I'm going into the final battle, I'm not thi- uh, when I start turning the music on like oh yeah I should really listen into this it. It didn't sound normal. It was like, okay, this is kind of spacey. I kind of get where they're going to. But I didn't know if the beginning were was kind of like, a, you know, normal. Well, the one thing that I would judge the game... Like, the way I would judge an older game like this on its music is how well it gets stuck in your head. I mean, to be honest, like, that, some of my favorite, like, uh, songs from Final Fantasy are the ones that you can just play over and over in your head, and you can just recite it without it even playing. What about... No, terrible. I hate it. Unmemorable. But, um... So, Onet's music. I did really enjoy that tune. I know it was, like, very upbeat, and I think it's just, like, getting you excited because you're just starting out in the game. Um, the, the other song that really stuck in my head, I know we played it before we this podcast, was, um... Mr... Mr. Saturn. Saturn, yes, Mr. Mr. Saturn. Saturn. I the theme music, like it would just, I would always sing along every time I would step into that zone. <laughs> I know it was just like, so catchy that I would always look right. forward to like teleporting to that. Moving right along, when it comes to uh, the music, um, I felt guilty every time I would turn it, would turn it down. 
Like, uh, I, I played this game on my Wii U gamepad, like, all over the house, in, in bed, in the living room, in the dining room, wherever. Sexy. I was, yeah, whatever I was doing. And if there was, if the TV was on, or I was with somebody who was doing something else, and I had to turn it down, I'd always feel guilty. Because for whatever reason, I just feel like so much of the game goes with, go it goes with the music. Like, the two things together, the visual and the the audio, like, they complete the entire experience. I mean, maybe more so than some other games where the soundtrack can be good or it's just sort of background noise, but with Earthbound, I really felt like the music, there was a lot of care and attention put into it, and I, I always wanted to be listening to it. So yeah. I appreciated a lot of the music, a lot of what was done. Yeah, the, the music really tied into what was kind of happening during the game. Like, it felt like they, it wasn't just, oh, here's just something to put in the background while you're in this town or something else. It really is there. I mean, I pretty much, I played on my headphones the entire time, so I had nothing but the music, as in listening to it through headphones. Yeah, and I did that on occasion. Ignoring everything and BSing my way through this. Oh, actually, since you guys never had the bikes, the bike theme is my fucking favorite oh, song in the game. The bike theme is we the got it. We'll have to listen to it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Ralph was playing it before the podcast. It's it's really just like a upbeat, fun sound. Only when you rode the bike. That's, That's what cool. I expect when you're riding a bike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hear it every time but I get on my bike. The, the one question. <laughs> I don't think you have a bike. Yeah, you rollerblade. Oh, fucking, I'll show you my bike. <laughs> Harry, I have a question for you. Yes. Because we both beat it, unlike the rest of these assholes. But you guys didn't hear the bike theme, so you really missed out. So fuck you. <laughs> I, I also find that interesting. We beat it, but we don't have the bike. Yeah, anyway. that is actually kind of funny. <laughs> um, when you fought the boss, didn't it sound sad? Like, it sounded like the, the music was weird, obviously, but it sounded like sad, like... I kind of, maybe not I felt bad beating him, but I didn't want to be there. I, I didn't want to fight this. I kind of was like, all right, when I'm done this, I'm good. I don't guilt wanna. trip. It was almost a guilt trip. Like, no guilty. the whole boss, like, they actually have a fetus drawn out, like, draw in the... Was that supposed <clears throat> to be there, or was that yes, just the... Uh... it was, because the person who made it or whatever, the director... Shigesato Itoi. He saw a movie where he thought it was a rape, but it was a murder and then a homicide. We just VG. got dark. Was that a, a did you know gaming thing too? Did I you know gaming or VG facts? Yes, VG that's what it is. So, Quote my sites. According to their Wikipedia, actually, they debunked that it's like a an, a fetus or an abortion thing. Well, but hands up, uh, I'm just saying from what I read, if VG facts, all, all that, that's what they said. He saw a movie and he thought it was a rape, but it was a homo- a murder and then, or a uh, sex scene and then a homicide afterwards. I'm telling you what I read. Okay. But Japan is weird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it did seem kind of like when you fought him and then all the text and everything that was like, I like you, ow, ow, it hurts. Yeah, I thought that was kind of dark. I don't yeah. remember the music, per se, but I remember the thing almost, like, crying oh, yeah. that you're Whoa. killing No, wait, hold Whoa. on. Yes, not only was it, like, almost crying, it was almost like, thank you for hurting me, now I'm crying about it. It was really dark. If you read the text about what it says as you're fighting it, and when you're fighting it, every attack you did, it would send you, like, three texts back. And when you're, uh, the whole part was, as Paula, you had to pray nine times to beat it. Nine times. Nine times. Nine that was times. a specific amount you had to pray to it. 
Before that, when I was Ness and I was almost invincible because I had the shield or whatever, the Franklin badge, I'm hurting it. It's doing nothing to me the whole time I'm doing damage. It's going Ness, 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 Ness. I like this. And I'm like, I I don't like that. Yep, that's weird. I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm being legit. But the music towards it was kind of like sad. I felt bad about beating the boss. No, nah, man, I wanted to get through the game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved the music. No, I think overall. The music. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, overall, I, I, I thought the music good. was There's a couple fantastic. tunes that don't stick, but I, I think overall, it, yeah. I didn't want to mute. Mute the TV or anything. Yeah, yep. And then, Get it on CD, yes. MP3, LP. <laughs> and that's why I turned the jam on the way to work. I turned the music on because I wanted to hear it. Make it your yeah. own. And well, it's usually part of the experience I, too. Absolutely. I think, I think yeah. some games, yes. And yeah, there are there are games that are on. completely forgettable. I I don't think this is one of them. I think this is one that if you play it, play it with the music on, headphones, something. Oh, I just like can't Metal get, Gear, I can I can do without that. That game. <laughs> That's true, Clark. You're like he's just like so back and forth. I have no this. idea what you're grading. <laughs> well, okay. So Three fish let's, on a boat. So uh, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. All right. So let's let's move into uh, final, final, final thoughts. thoughts. Final thoughts. All right. So let's get into the final thoughts. Um, I'm going to pass it to you, Harry. Okay. Um. To be honest, I knew barely anything going into this game. Um, I thought, overall, it was a great game to play. I think it was one of those games that I think every person should play at some point. I think it's reached that level where I think it's like a must-play at some point in your life. Uh, I like the music. I like the gameplay. Um, I like the characters, even. Uh, I think there was a, a couple mild flaws in the game, but I think overall it's, it's a very good game. It kind of carried on at the end where i thought it should be over and then it had an extra couple steps things happened and then we got to the final boss it it was an okay i know how it's critically acclaimed and people love it now but it, it was a game at the time that should have been okay this this is a game i i do feel like it's one that's reached a cult status and i'll agree with harry where everyone should at least play it it's i overall enjoyed this game uh, it's it's a must play for anybody. So I'd say if you skip out on this, well, shame on you. Shame on you. Shame. 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 Ralph. All right. Um, I'm actually the exact opposite of Harry when it comes to Earthbound. I feel like I knew more about the series and the franchise and, and about its development and everything going into this. And ironically, I didn't finish the game, um, whereas Harry and Hamill, as I'm sure you're aware, did. Um, honestly, I, I have to say that even though I didn't finish it, it's, it's one of my favorite games already. It's just so weird and outlandish and funny. And uh, the development and all the interesting things that happened with the game and to it just builds on all of that all of that lore and everything that I that I like about it. I it's a wonderful game. So Ralph, can't you're recommend it enough. You're gonna finish this game? Yeah, it's absolutely. You're gonna finish on this absolutely. game? Absolutely. I'm gonna finish on this game. Oh yeah. It's nice. gonna be great. Clark. Alright. I thought the game was good for as much as I played of it. I probably won't be finishing the game. A because I borrowed Hamill's Wii U. B because I just don't feel the need that, that you know, it's such an old game that I really don't have access to that I could just read the ending. 
And I feel like I'm not missing too much by just reading about it. And yeah, I mean, I, I will agree that you need to at least play it. You need to at least experience some of it because there are weird magical points of it and there are just some really dumb things that you need to experience as a gamer, especially if you're into retro stuff. I I am kind of wishy-washy on the game. The score. (laughs) All right, yeah, so we'll, we'll just move into ratings. Uh, and again, I'll, I'll pass it off to you, Harry. Uh, so this is actually something I milled over the last couple days because I knew I was going to give it a high score, but I didn't know if I wanted to give it like a perfect score. So I was trying to relive some of the flaws I thought in the game, some of the aggravations while playing through the game. Um, but the more I think about it, I really like the music. I really like the gameplay. I enjoyed 99% of the time I spent playing this game. So I am going to give it a 9.5 out of 10. That's a really high score, I know, and I'm like trying to grade it against other games I played before, but I think it's earned earned that title of 9.5. Okay. And I will... It's something I am going to start doing. I'm going to keep a running list of how I rate games. And obviously I'm going to put this above No Man's Sky. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to say this is... No, 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 of course. Worse than no. No, Man's I'm going to try to like find out my list, and then I'm going to place games that I reviewed in between two other titles that we've reviewed in the past. I mean, we can put up all of our ratings on the website. I I do think this is a good game. Um, not the best. There are other RPGs that I've had a lot of fun with. Um, Earthbound, I would say, on a rating scale of how much you should pay for it. I would say maybe fourteen ninety ninety nine. You shouldn't pay more than fifteen dollars for it. Any more than that, you might be disappointed. Any less than that, you're gonna feel like I stole from it. It's a great game, even though it's a, I guess considered classic game. It's a fourteen ninety nine game, at most. There's no replay. Go ahead, Steve. Thank you, Winebox Hamill. I I'd say. Alright, so I'd say overall rating, I would give this a B minus. B minus. B minus. B minus. Okay. Out of like A plus <laughs> plus. <laughs> so somewhere within nineteen different sectors, right? Uh, I'll let I'll let that be your imagination. Have fun with that. It's like middle that's your, that's, that's, that's my enough. gift to you. Don't say I never gave you anything. <laughs> Ralph's you gave um, me the D. I haven't even beaten this game, and, and like I said, I love it. My rating, uh, I'm going to have to say 95% out of 100. That last 5%, I, I don't even know what it is, but um, <laughs> I really can't, I really can't uh, knock it at all. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to continue with my arbitrary. I think it is five nostalgia-fueled hours out of one kind of stupid premise um and honestly i you know that's that's just what i how i feel about it oh yeah wishy-washy yes pretty wishy-washy there are great moments and there are terrible moments all the wishies and the washies so we are asking the listeners to send in any questions you might have for us or about games that we played okay yeah uh you can find us on facebook at super fun podcast go and you can catch us at Twitter at Superfun Podcast. And we should shortly have our website up and running. Right. 
Steve, go ahead. Intro the title, man. Next one will be Metal Gear Solid. No! Metal Gear. Yes. Awesome. I'm <laughs> fucking excited. This is one of my favorite games. Now, keep in mind, this is the Metal Gear Solid, not Metal Gear for Nintendo, not Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of the Patriots, everything else. Your first Metal Gear title for PlayStation. So if I come in asking about Raiden, how's that going to fit in this? I will it's, break it's, your it's not. It's not okay. going to fit into this. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Raiden through the rest of the series. <laughs> okay. All right, so um, let's uh, quickly talk about uh, other games that we have played in the last two weeks. Harry, have you been playing anything else no, or I just s- Earthbound? I just... sunk a lot of time in Earthbound. I really All right, fair enough. An opportunity to play something else, so... Still playing uh, Madden 13, get my... uh, 13? 17. Madden 17, (laughs) get my mood up. uh, Playing Destiny, Rise of Iron. Playing Star Ocean, Integrity, and Faithlessness. And also playing Overwatch, because they have a new edition for the Halloween. So get on that. And Steve, go! Uh, A lot of Earthbound. A little more Earthbound with a touch of Rocket League still. And actually bringing up the Super Nintendo nostalgia. I'm playing a little bit of Super Punch-Out. Oh, Oh, nice. Nice. Good game. Good game. (laughs) Cool. Um, uh, I've been uh, still playing um, Metal Gear Solid Five here and there. I beat the game, but I just went in and did a couple of missions. And um, I started a, a new... A new run through uh, Borderlands Two with uh, with my friend Bob and his brother on um, the, the Handsome Jack collection. So uh, other than Earthbound, I've been uh, been playing those two primarily. All right, yeah, um, I've been playing a little bit of Earthbound. Uh, pretty much played my fill of that, um, and I've been <laughs> uh, been playing some Madden Seventeen, Destiny, Rise of Iron. Uh, did the raid Friday night with a bunch of the friends here. Um, and actually, I'm looking forward to, now that I have yelled at Amazon for an hour and a half, looking forward to Gears of War 4. Uh, that that I'm going to be getting into pretty serious here soon. Nice. Um, and uh, Overwatch also as well, because the, the, new, uh, the new event looks pretty awesome. I played a little bit of it today. Clark, would you say we kind of tend to say play the same games? Yeah, we also play a lot of the games together, so that's, that's kind weird. of a thing. That's You're so like weird. Video game married. Gaming and pet. It's like two oh mats coming together. Over a- <laughs> 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 All the crackers. Oh, Boom. Mats. Oh, <laughs> Anywho. All right, guys. Yeah, this has been the super fun video game podcast review. Go! Is that going to be a thing? Join us in two weeks, and uh, we will have our Metal Gear review. Metal Gear Solid review. Metal Gear. Game over. Game over. Game over. Game over. Game over.